This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Juju's might know just what to do. They have an advice show and they're like, Toda, yes, dude. Even though the answer might rake on you. Told them that my name is Squeeze. I season over. She's in my last day of waiting, anticipating, and facing. But he was a guy. Sometimes that's what I get been with a man so fine. That's what I would do if I were you. I would listen to these two Jews. Promise you'll listen to me. He's going to come and She. That was Leah Banner. Cool. Who recorded that song? I think a Banner did. Yeah, recorded in 2019. But since I'm old lady balls, I only now just exported it for us. Whoa. Whoa. It was a uh, Leah Banner making a Lana Del Rey blue jeans parody. Ah, so there you have it. That's right. That's why it was familiar. Very cool. Sounded great. Thank you. A- Day one listener from, uh, she went to two of our live shows in Seattle, but now she lives in San Diego. So please come visit. Nice. Damn, we should. You and I haven't done a live show in a very long time because we hadn't done a live show in a bit before lockdown. Now we've had one live show, but it was a HeadGum podcast. That's right. A lot of Uh, pressure on the next one. Yeah. I'm about to go on tour with NADPOD. So you and I just haven't done shit. What do you mean? on tour with like what does that entail if i were you live show in different cities without me what not in the, <laughs> it's uh, not another D podcast in different cities without you but only because you're not part of that podcast i i know but i'm wondering why what the like what's the deal with this what this what's the cities that you're even going to is it random shit like transylvania or is it like real cities that we used to go to it's real cities that we used to go to, but <laughs> really? bigger bigger theaters though no yeah. way how could it <laughs> be right. bigger if it's a yeah. different show um well that that show is um it's more popular than yeah this show <laughs> this show is actually i will open kind of it's like for this, you this show is like my boxcar racer and seven, that shows my blink 182 does that uh, make sense yeah like the prequel the sort of shittier pre-version the mm-hmm. yeah the 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 show before the show like this is my side project at this point I'm this your side piece. Pro- you are my side piece. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Murph is your main chick. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> That's really cool, actually. I always wanted to be part of an illicit affair. Mm-hmm. yeah that's cool it is cool. does he know about me does he go down on you at the <laughs> venues 
You guys have to buy a ticket to find out. <laughs> he goes down on Jake in the theater. In Minneapolis. It's in Minneapolis? One of the shows is. We're, we have shows in Boston, Chicago, and Minneapolis in January, and then Oh, that's the Vancouver. cold cities. It gets, You're doing it. It gets colder. It gets colder. We're, <laughs> colder than Minneapolis going, in February? In January. And it gets colder because we're going to Vancouver in February. No, Vancouver's warmer than Minnesota for sure. I guess you're right. But we're going yeah. further north yeah. <laughs> l- later into the winter. Yeah. And then you're going to Edmonton and Saskatchewan in mid-February. Mm. Yeah, we're, going, Tuesday a, we're going to Yellow Knife in uh, March. <laughs> or is it Red Knife? There's yeah. one. There's some. It's the color of a knife up there. <laughs> there's a, you're going to Mexican Hat, Utah in the middle of March. Why did you guys choose those specific venues? That's just... Um, what the gods decided yeah that's it's what the agents decided um i don't know why the specific venues i think it's just because they're big cities that we haven't been to in a long time like we've done shows in chicago and boston but not in a while so it seems like the colder the venues or the colder the cities the better the shows and like the nicer the cities the worse the shows right because maybe it's like in minneapolis there's not a lot to do in the winter so you have to go to a a big indoor thing yeah and it's like a nice reprieve and like everyone's fucking ready to laugh because it's been dark and cold for six weeks yeah but then you do a show in like san diego and no one i also i always remember that la sells pretty bad for shows yeah because there's so much other comedy to do remember our worst show ever our worst selling show ever where it was Oh, Honolulu, right? That's right. If yeah. you go to Pure Paradise, nobody wants to go to a comedy show, of course. Right. Yeah, that they're was, all just at a luau because it's a, nice out. A comically bad show <laughs> that we basically, that was like the price that we paid for going to Hawaii for a week. Is we had to do a show for like 11 people and then like I think they it was more to... than that. It was like 70 people. It was, it was small though, yeah. It was like 70 people and wasn't the venue, it was like a 500 person venue. <laughs> It was five hundred. It was five hundred person capacity. Yeah. So it didn't look as empty as that sounds. I guess like capacity like, includes like standing room and bar. But yeah, yeah, it was it was fucking thin. Yeah, but the city was great. Yeah, that was where we met Sean. Of course. Yeah. Shout out to Sean. Just um, with the most. So you either have a great city and warm weather and a bad show or an amazing show in the middle of winter. Like our yeah, shows in also, Minneapolis and Chicago's were great. Yeah, we went to, we had an an amazing show in Minneapolis in November, and it was, the next day it was seven degrees. We literally (laughs) couldn't stand outside. (laughs) Yes, I remember that. I I don't know if it was November, was it? I remember there was a football game happening the next day. Yeah, I think it was November. I'm pretty (laughs) sure, like, because, well, I kind of remember being like, can you believe it's this cold and it's only November? It's fall. Yeah. It was technically fall. (laughs) And, like, the next day, they have an outdoor football stadium at the yeah. Minis- University of Minnesota. So like they right. pre they pregame or tailgate, then they go mm-hmm. to the game and they stand outside when it's like two degrees out. Yeah, that's. Correct. I guess th- they're actually built different. That's why it works for them. Like at that point, you probably have to have like a long john and a windbreaker. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure a little bit more than that. Your eyelids <laughs> will freeze. So it's more than just a long john. And a windbreaker. A mitten, I think. No, more than a mitten. You need fucking propane socks and a tankless <laughs> water heater on your ass. Yeah, <laughs> rolling it around in like a roller suitcase. It really is the fastest way to warm up is to shove a 
boiling hot balloon up your ass and then as really? it dissolves yeah it's like it's almost like cooking a turkey like cooking yourself from the inside out but like you start with your, yourself with boiling hot water yeah and it starts with your ass your specifically. yes exactly because that's technically the center of your gravity i don't understand why we can't sell out venues like nadpod can't it doesn't <laughs> like, make sense because <laughs> we were funny but then we also have like some pretty interesting science tips with regards to shoving gravy up your ass <laughs> <laughs> to stay warm in the autumn of Minneapolis. <gasps> yeah, exactly. Is it cold there yet? Is it uh, in the northeast? It's still no. Oh no, it's December now. Holy shit! Yeah, um, it's it has been pretty. I mean, it's that thing where like it feels really cold because it's a lot colder than it was a few weeks ago, but it's still not as cold as it's gonna get. It's like in the twenties and thirties with like you know low thirties with with wind, and yeah. it makes you feel like oh my god. Uh, but tomorrow's supposed to be sixty. So oh. Game over. Yeah. I'm still I going saw, on bike rides. I saw football highlights of a game in Michigan, and it was like driving snow. My God. Not there yet. Yeah. Not not yet. We've, I've had, there's been a dusting, but nothing that like stuck. Just, oh. just some kind of flakes in the sky that you can see. Oh. All right. All right. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. We did a lightning round before Thanksgiving. Correct. Then Thanksgiving happened, but there was a bunch of questions we left. There was some meat left on the bone. As yeah. they say in Thanksgiving, did you have uh, did you have a turkey on Thanksgiving? I should ask. I did. I did have a turkey. It's. I, I think I've said this before, but the bird gets smaller every year. Uh, Jill's mom cooks brisket, and that's what the day is all about for me. I, it's about. The I have brisket. a little. Yeah, I put a little turkey on there just to like satisfy the Thanksgiving gods. You know, you have to do something. Right. It's, it's tradition. It's it's it harkens back to my days as a youth but but really it's it's the least interesting thing out there yeah the least exciting part of the the plate uh and then it just rolled straight into hanukkah like we really only have like three big holidays a year and they're all in the same four week span for some reason thanksgiving into hanukkah into christmas all within the last night of hanukkah you know i I put up uh christmas lights (gasps) oh Christmas lights yeah. or a Christmas tree? Now there's lights, a difference. Lights, yeah. Okay. I, I think there's some kind of Jewish stigma against the tree. Yep, you're I very hate the tree. Anti, you're anti-tree. very anti-tree. Anti-tree, Grinch-level animosity yeah. towards Jill's the tree. At, Jill is not at your level, but she is tree-averse, of to course. be sure. She's yes. not interested in the tree. It's the a tree is to her. The tree is a full whole hog. That's the final mm-hmm. von Trier. The yeah, Lars von nice. Trier, actually, of it is and the tree. Oh, and, the, the tree. and it's the ornaments. The ornaments are the yes, next level as well. Yes. yes. There's accoutrement to the tree. Accoutrement <laughs> is what they call it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But lights are a good gateway for the tree. Would you say that's the like, golden mic? For what? Accoutrement. <laughs> no. In terms of ornaments <laughs> and stuff that goes with the tree, because it's accoutrement. <laughs> And accoutrement, like I, I low key slash low tree, like the Lars von Trier of it all, more so (laughs) than the accoutrement. Lars, yeah, the Lars Lars von Trier to make it a final front. Trier meets Lars von Trier. He's sort of a Swedish. Yes, he's a Swedish filmmaker, and his name sort of rhymes with front Trier, which is a portmanteau of frontier and tree. Hmm. I feel like a (laughs) (laughs) accoutrement. Yes, I know what you feel. 
I know what you day. think. It's not even the end of the day. We're 10 minutes deep. You don't yeah. have to decide yet. Put cool. that in your back pocket for now. Let's decide before the first break. But I think accoutrement <laughs> is an early lead because sure. I don't know who the Lars Frontier guy <laughs> yeah. is. And I feel like it was yeah. a little too deep of a pull. Almost a turdy level pull. No way. Let's... You, can't... <laughs> you can't just say that he's turdy level because you don't know who this guy is. He's a Danish filmmaker, I should say. So you didn't even know who he is because you said Swedish. That's pretty fucking Or Finnish close. or whatever. No, I said Swedish. Yeah. I said Swedish, yes. Yeah, well, he's a Dane. He did Melancholia, if you know that movie, and Not a bunch really. of other movies you don't really understand. Yeah, it's sort of a little obscure, <laughs> Yeah, to be sure. <laughs> to, be, to be sure, it's obscure. Um, wait, so what were we talking But we were talking about a tree. You don't oh, yeah, like the tree. lights. Yeah, I don't, I don't do the tree. The tree is very American non-Jewish, so like it, mm-hmm. it, it rubs me the wrong way. It's not my is- family. It's a decent, it's a, you need everyone to be bought in on the tree. Yes. It involves, like, you bring a fucking tree into the house. And, like, that's a two-person job. You need some excitement. Yeah. And I want the tree. Jill would, she'd tolerate the tree. She'll be fine with the tree, but she won't be happy to hoist the tree and to ornate the tree. She actually wouldn't even enjoy the accoutrement, I should say. The accoutrement, but for the tree. that's, That's almost what makes it not quite golden mic because it's tough to say accoutrement yeah like it makes me almost forget the word accoutrement yeah um but i don't know i think it's a golden mic anyway um yeah i I, but she did help with the lights she did help with the lights and the lights could be blue and white they could vaguely even be hanukkah lights if necessary yeah that's true that's true and they look nice they're they're pretty they're outside they're they're not tree in your house but i miss the tree i want the tree so you're not doing the tree, you are doing the tree. At this point, I I don't think we will because I feel now uh, we're going away on like the third week or the second, you know, we're going away at some point in December. Yeah. So, so like, you don't if need we, If we weren't going to have it for the past week, now at this point, it's it's just giving ourselves, it, it's not enough time. Next can I year, recommend I'm do a, the tree. You could do a stocking. I'll give you a fucking red sock at most. And mm. if that's too much, then I can give you a pink sock, if you know nice. what that is. I do. <laughs> that's and actually that's, when you're, yeah. That's rec- a fucking turdy for you, because that's fucking <laughs> foul. You've been talking a little too much about ass play <laughs> since the beginning of this. You're talking about putting a boiling hot balloon in your ass, and then you're talking about giving me a pink sock. And I feel like it's just uncouth man you're too old for this shit grow up (laughs) it is tacky you're right (laughs) especially around the holiday season Tis the squeezing. Yeah. Tis the, squ- tis, tis the a, squeezing. That... <laughs> yeah. What do so, you mean? Yeah, basically when you have a pink sock, your colon sort of wraps itself around this tube situation, a tuber, kind of like a radish or a yam, a garnet yam, or a, 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 a can. <laughs> Any canned yam will do. And it'll sort of... um create this suction of sorts that'll turn your whole shit inside out and you yeah you better not you're saying you'll do that to me in instead of a stocking i could have either one of those things yeah like you either get a stocking stuffer or 
you get stuffered, if you know what I mean. So no. those are your two options. I'll give you the red sock or the pink sock, basically, as it were. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the red. Yeah, the stocking the one, because yeah. that one just, you get like little That one gifts. doesn't involve you putting a can of yeah. yams in me. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's a quick one just to get us started. We should say this is okay. If I Were You, the only advice show, I guess, on the internet. Hardly. Although it's fucking barely that, the threat of any sanity semblance association with advice is slowly leaving the window. For sure, for sure. Um, there was one question that I think we brought up before. Maybe this guy's referencing it. Let me look up to see who wrote it. But it was basically, can you put cranberry sauce on... Uh, oh, here we go. Jay Sizzle. Can cranberry sauce go on spaghetti? Hmm. I Yeah. This is like... Because we, we answered another question that was like, can you put cranberry sauce on anything? Is yeah. that possible? Yeah. It, it's come up before. The idea of like cranberry sauce in a sandwich, how mm-hmm. ketchup is not that different from the cranberry sauce... And yet the idea of cranberry sauce on spaghetti is kind of gross, but yeah. maybe it shouldn't be. I think it's, gr- I mean, I think cranberry sauce on literally anything is gross. I think it's a foul sauce. I think it's way too sweet. I don't like mixing that with It's with tart. Meat. Yeah. It's tart is the I issue. Don't, I don't really like to fuck with fruit and meat together, you know, essentially at all. Like I, I barely like a, a slice of apple on a, on a sandwich or something. Yeah, what about like a, a, a pineapple on a pizza? Salad. No fucking chance. Really? No chance, no. Interesting. So you don't like a fruit and meat to really. to meat? Yeah, it's not... I mean, I there's... A grilled pineapple on a Hawaiian burger. Yeah, not... I mean, I've had that, and I would, like, you know, put prosciutto on melon, and I'd have the grapes in the in the chicken salad. Yes, the Waldorf. Like, that's nice. I, I don't think that, like, I crave that in any way. No part of me is like, oh, thank God there's fruit in here. And yeah. there's only a couple instances where I think it's fine and a lot of instances where I think it's a, a pear and a bear. Like eating bear meat? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like can eating eat bear? bear meat. Yeah. Can you eat bear? <laughs> you can't, but you can, but you shouldn't, and you probably won't, unless it's mm-hmm. like... Yeah, Iceland like or Alaska. Bear. Yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah, interesting. Because I feel like you know people that hunt deer or moose, they you would eat that. Yeah, venison for sure. You eat mm-hmm. a deer and a beer. Not really a fruit, but mm-hmm. it does what still a fine rhyme. combo for sure. Yeah, for sure. But you, yeah. yeah, people shoot bears and they don't really eat them. Kind of a waste mm-hmm. of killing an animal, if you ask me. For sure. Uh, cranberry sauce can go on spaghetti, but you wouldn't per- you wouldn't like it. No, I think that's. Um, I actually find that to be despicable. I think it's really disgusting. Yeah, cranberries are very polarizing. Like you, you never see them anywhere in the wild. They're all they're always sauce. Like you see raspberries, mm-hmm. blackberries, blueberries. They're in salads. They're in fruit salads. They're in smoothies. You rarely see a cranberry in the wild. Yeah, I I I totally concur. And like I I think you, it's more of a flavor than an actual like berry i'm gonna yeah. just kind of look at what a cranberry looks like because yeah it looks like a blueberry but it's it. red i don't even mm-hmm. think you can get them at whole foods like i think it's always like frozen or a puree or a sauce like you're never getting a bag is of... that because they're too tart i think they're too tart like if you've ever had unsweetened cranberry juice it's almost like so it's so dry and salty mm-hmm. and tarty i see it's and I don't think that's party. good. That's not what you would want to put on pasta. It's like putting your pasta into jello. It's like not a flavor that you want. Yeah. So I'd be intrigued, but ultimately I'd be not into it. 
yeah, I guess. I'd agree. It's a super fruit, I guess. I don't know. I think you have to add a lot of sugar to it to make it palatable. Maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, sauna. Wait. Uh, let's take a break and then answer more questions. We really have to put a break in here right, right. now. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, let's say, uh, let's thank some sponsors and we'll be back with more questions, specifically the one Jake was about to start. Yeah. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. Um, now, do, you have, do you have unsolicited? Have we talked about Theraguns before? Oh, I think we have. I think we have. I'm pretty sure I, I, I gave the unsolicited advice to get a Theragun. Do you, or at least yeah. it said that I was using one. I was visiting a, a house last week, and the owner of the home had a Theragun. I tried it. It was great. Made me yeah. want to look up. I guess Theraguns are pretty expensive, but like, you can't patent it. So a bunch of people just made knockoff Theraguns that are pretty affordable. And... Mm. I think I'm going to cop a Theragun. Yeah. I, or a generic I like, equivalent. Right. It's They're nice to have. It it feels good. It's it's a nice like little um, way to give yourself a massage. You yeah. Know? Are you using uh, it? Especially if you have still? a loved one. Like they can up and down the back. That feels really, really nice. Uh, yeah. I still use it. All right. Cool. Okay. Quick unsolicited Theragun because we might have said it before. All right. What's the question? I also have unsolicited actually. Oh. Because I don't know. Well, it's tough because not a lot of people have access to this kind of thing. But I, I've personally just gotten into saunas recently. So there's another a sauna sort at, of muscular rest device. Yeah. There's a sauna at my gym, and I've never, I never was into the idea of it before. It was, always, it always just seemed like uncomfortable. But I've been doing it for the last like few weeks, and it's um, kind of a game changer. Sauna. 
is the dry one and steam room is the wet one yeah i think steam room that one seems tough i those it's hard to breathe in a steam room i I yeah it's like it's humid almost like an oven you walk in there and you can hardly breathe and you're just drenched in sweat instantly yeah the sauna is just really hot but you can kind of breathe it's and it's dry but that's okay yeah um and but then like you break a sweat and it just feels so good it starts pouring off your body and yeah it's yeah it's great it sets you up for the day do they do they have one at your gym how are you going to a sauna yeah they have one at the gym it's just like on the roof at the gym you know people are starting to build some like you can get like a telephone um, yeah I kind of, I look, booth, I low key a, a personal booth. Yeah. Yeah. Much like the Christmas tree, Jill's not going to let me put a sauna in the backyard. Interesting. But yeah. I feel like I could wear it down on that one because they are great. And it's not like they're, they're so inaccessible. Like my gym's not an expensive gym and they have a sauna there. There's definitely like, pe- there's cheap places that do a sauna. Yeah. And saunas can be high key, high key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can. They can be high key, high key. Yeah. Well, what do you think of that? <laughs> I feel like you're fishing for the golden. No, it's I'm actually, not fishing for anything. I'm just saying. You're, what do you think of that? You're a little Rhyme. too focused in Scandinavia this episode. <laughs> That's absurd. I'm focused in Scandinavia. Yeah, what does the that frontier mean? guy. Yes, he's a Danish the director. It's also, by the way, it's pronounced Higa, so it's not like <laughs> it's Higa. Higa. Uga. Yes. So Heige is not. <laughs> it's frankly, it's a turdy for mispronouncing it to the to the extent that you did. It's actually not pronounced frankly. It's pronounced Frinkla. <laughs> really? Yes, Frinkla, Hika, and Higa. It's how you pronounce all those things. But I'll let it slide. Sana asks Jake, "Where Sana? 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 Holy wow. shit! That's crazy." Um, they ask, where did you get the shirt you're wearing in costumes part four? What the and fart? Do you remember I that? I don't know. That's why I wanted, I was curious. Costumes part four, Jake. That's the one we shot recently. Oh, so I'll definitely know where the shirt is from. Let's see. Let's add playing. That's fine. Yeah. That's a few cents into our pocket, of course. Mm-hmm. That's good. Whoa. Which is we good. Have fucking two ads. What are we? Fucking. And a mid roll. Yeah. And then there's good. also a banner over her face. I see. 90 second unskippable ad. <laughs> you love to see it. Oh, that's. Uh, it's. This is one of my favorite shirts. I actually wore it last night. It's from Brixton. Brixton, folks. Is it a T? What is it? A button up? It is a long sleeve button up. Mustard slash slash rust colored rustered rustered (laughs) with a blue highlight that's tough to see in this in this video because it's a little dim on the day but that's okay b-r-i-x-t-o-n yeah all right you got that brixton yeah (laughs) uh sorry about dat aka yimsta art writes when making a sandwich what order do you place the meat cheese condiments and veggie I rarely mm. think about the order. I I think I, I don't know if this is optimal, but I do I know the order. I always do the the condiment first. Yeah, then you I spread the, that. Yeah, then I do the meat. I basically build it from the bottom up. And it, so then it's like after that then it's the cheese. 
And do you rub the, the cream on the bottom and top slice of the bread? Yes. Are you a double condomizer? Yes. I like a dressed sandwich for sure. So That's... you you apply the lather, you cream mm -hmm. and slather, and then you'll do the meat, and then you'll do the the greens. Yeah, then the meat, then the greens, then the tomato. Wow. Then the cheese. I'm rarely then... putting a tomato in my sandwich. I'm ordering it, but I'll never like slice one up and add it to my own personal. Yeah. Yeah, if if I'm like making a quick sandwich, I won't. But if like if everyone's making a sandwich, you know, like that that moment where we're like, oh, we're going to the beach, we're all yeah. making a sandwich, and every all of the ingredients are out, and there's kind of like a a sandwich assembly line, I'll tag in on a tomato. That later. awkward moment when everybody's making a sandwich. <laughs> it's not an awkward moment. It's kind of a nice, <laughs> lot of energy in the kitchen. Mm, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a funny uh jake and amir episode it's like we're on a triple date for some reason there's no explanation it's me and a girl you and somebody and then a third couple we're all fucking in the kitchen making sandwiches you know like everything is good the day is uh -huh. getting set we're all finally we're awake. Gonna go on drinking hike, the yeah. coffee yeah everyone's right. listening like to a, music yep an yep. airbnb for the weekend where we picked up some sandwich fixes <laughs> that's, so that's right nice. yeah and then i ask for an ingredient or something that's fucking bizarre and that sort of derails the entire mood of the day mm -hmm. yeah. like yeah do we have eggplant <laughs> The song just happens to stop, like, somebody gets a phone call on their phone, so, like, the song stops kind of, like, <laughs> spiritually at that question. Yeah, that's good. So, it's, like, um, it's almost like a record scratch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting a phone call. What'd you say? No, was, did we get, who went shopping? <laughs> Me and whatever, the third couple that's there that we don't even explain why right. they're there. Uh, we didn't, no, we didn't get eggplant. Eggplant? Yeah, I was going to make, like, a... <laughs> Eggplant, avocado, mayo. Okay. Yeah. A BLT, but a BET. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon, eggplant, tomato sandwich. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, I feel like I don't want to go. I don't think I want to do the hike anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? That sandwich just kind of like, <laughs> it made me... I lost my appetite and also kind of my my will to live for the day. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I'll just I'll I'll go somewhere else. Do we have do we have carrots, like soft carrots for the sandwich then? <laughs> <laughs> I just want a soft vegetable I can bite into on the bread. I'll do a I'll do a gouda soft carrot or something. <laughs> do we have any of that? No, man, we don't have soft at this point people are getting mad at me. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I we don't like soft it. carrots. That's not even a thing. <laughs> All right. All right. Forget it. <laughs> I guess it could be a lonely and horny. Yeah. Oh, God. See that? We should write another uh, season of Lonely and Horny. That's right. We do own the rights to look. We're sitting on this fucking IP not doing anything with, uh, yeah, with it. It's because Lonely and Horny is more expensive to shoot than a Jake and Amir because mm. it, uh, it involves a full cast. Yeah. I mean, it's 75K an app just to make it look good and long. That's not unsustainably so. We'll make a, a season instead of buying a mansion. We'll have a third season of Lonely and Horny. Yeah. I mean, I would be, I'd be real into that. Um, uh, most, like TV shows cost like millions of dollars an episode. We yeah, could make, so 75K we could make Lonely and Horny cheap. for fucking nothing. 
we should say lonely and horny season one and two are available on our patreon so mm-hmm. i don't know that's something yeah. you want to revisit we can I even do a watch we've ne- we never rewatched it maybe we could do that uh, a rewatch oh, that's a good call because we could yeah. you could also um split those up like because each one basically I, I felt like lonely and horny each one contained like three jake and amirs that was like the, the yeah, three longish scenes that right, hopefully scenes. had something to do with each other mm-hmm. yeah um okay stay tuned for that um this is kind of a blue one i don't know if you want to go this immature but reverence reverence sackett asked what beverage would you most want to dunk your balls in oh that's definitely not as blue as it could have been considering you were talking about like what um, do you want a teabag pink socks earlier what do you want a teabag basically do you want to go carbonated just to see what that would feel like would that be interesting to have a soda dipped Mm. balls would you go warm like a tea or would that be too risky because it might boil your eggs or would you want to keep it creamy for mimi (laughs) i'll take oat milk chilled (laughs) in a wide glass so that i can dip my balls in it (laughs) um Actually, it is too immature. <laughs> what? You're going to say that after after I answered it? <laughs> you had me right up until creamy for Mimi, which was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was like 98% of it. Yeah, even boiling your eggs. That was I was on board for that. In fact, I liked it. I hadn't considered the carbonation element of it. Just out of that's curiosity, fascinating to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you get that's really interesting. You get the snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> you could you could actually put it in a bowl of Rice Krispies just to see what happens. Whoa, that's cool. A cereal or an oatmeal of sorts. He didn't rule out porridge. Technically not a beverage, but still interesting. Right. Well, so then he did rule it out, right? Mm. When he said beverage. For sure. Try to pay attention. A rice pudding, then. (laughs) It's not a beverage. (laughs) A yogurt. Where did we we land on gogurt as something you can dip your balls into? I would have to go... Gogurt is not a food or drink. Okay. So I don't think it's allowed because if it's not a drink, then it's not a beverage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Um, Gogurt's just a meal on the go. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, of course it does. Just fucking answer the question. I don't. I'm give saying a Lacroix, <laughs> the plane, because it lets you have the excitement of the carbonation of the tingle on your <laughs> d- bing- bingle dingle. Yeah, um, a pomplamoose on your stamp stomp. Well, that's what I'm, I don't know goose. if I want the. I don't know if I want the um, the flavor. I feel like that. It just it makes me feel like there's a little. It's a little stickier with the flavoring. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe that's fine because it's not necessarily sugar. Like I w- you wouldn't want to go do it with Sprite because you don't want the sticky nuts. I re- yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna be sick. But I remember there was a a middle school phase. Tell me if it reached you guys back east where uh, teens would use gold bond. Gold. Remember that? Like the no. powder that you would put on your nuts and it's supposed yeah. to like, it's either made for it and it like dries your balls so that they don't get stinky or it's like made for something else and it gives you a tingly sensation on your balls. Gold bond powder. I've, I, I, I know gold bond powder. We never like 
used it on each other. You're not thinking of like Icy Hot or something? Maybe it wasn't. I mean, it was sort of the same thing. Yeah, talcum powder. And they put it, kids would put it on their balls and it would just feel like, ooh, oh, oh, God. Of course, I, I never did it. But yeah, like I, a menthol thinking, soothing I, powder. I feel like you're thinking of Icy Hot. I had a friend that put Icy Hot on his balls and he like really, it was very, very uncomfortable. But talcum powder and gold bombs and like, maybe there's a specific version of the powder that that gives you the uh the cool feeling yeah the, the cool feeling but i the also menthol. feel like there's there's some of it that just is for keeping it dry i never use gold bond on anything have you ever used this powder body powder yeah i had like i had jock itch one time like a few summers ago and i used some kind i think maybe it was talcum powder it wasn't baby was it like powder, where your thighs met your balls or like on your yeah. feet it was no it was where my thigh it was like um it was like where my thigh met my ball kind yeah. of yeah you also had ringworm and uh anal rosacea and, yeah so you had sort worm. of yeah a bunch of fucking skin maladies on mm. your taint that a year. parasite and pink eye and my <laughs> parasite had tapeworm your your brown eye had pink eye if you can fucking believe it <laughs> nice <laughs> really no, I mean you already won the turdy for the old the whole Scandinavia debacle. <laughs> Wasn't a debacle. I brought up a pretty interesting Danish filmmaker just to sort of class up this podcast because of this fucking class every, up the every other question fucking, for, from you is fucking. You're asking just, me where my jock itch was. You said where was your jock itch? Was it on your foot? Like you know where it is. You're trying to embarrass me. Don't embarrass me and I won't be embarrassed. No, it's on my fucking grundle, man. And that's yeah. the thing about us. We don't get embarrassed. Name that episode of Succession. Oh, that wasn't that like two episodes ago? Shiv said that to somebody as like yeah. a, that's my yeah. epic last line. And it's yeah. just sort of like we don't saying we don't get embarrassed is so shameful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that's kind of fucking lame, actually. You should yeah. feel shame. We don't get embarrassed. Like, wow, so you kind of admit that there's many instances where you should. Yeah. There's been two Successions episodes since your complaint of nothing really happening this season. Episodes ending where they start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have have they, have your um, complaints been quelled or are you still feeling that? I know I loved Kendall's uh, birthday episode. I thought it was great. Interesting. Because that episode really did leave me feeling like... Uh, um, nothing is really happening this season because like the the threat of jail went away the the whole kendall's trying to get the company back is fading away it's yeah. like there's there's no large moving plot story anymore yeah i guess i like that episode just because it was such a it's i kendall is like my favorite character so any any episode that's like explores his psyche to that <laughs> level i'm like fascinated by watching yeah but i i do agree that a lot of the a lot of like succession is just like setting something up and then sort of taking it back or like a return to the norm. Yeah. Like choosing a president and then that just didn't ever come back in this episode or like mm -hmm. Tom is threatened to go to jail for six episodes, building, building, building. Oh, we got a phone call. It's not going to happen. Oh, okay. That was fast. It right. just Unless went away it, instantly. I, I, but it, to me, it almost seemed like that could be like, a false sense of relief they're like it's not happening he celebrates he's really happy and yeah then they're gonna come back and be like oh actually it is happening i yeah. feel like that could still happen 
but they, they um, used to do such a good job of like setting stuff up for like multi episode or seasons away and now it's like we're meeting with this guy at the beginning of the episode and then by the end he's like the most important guy it's like where, where was this guy like i've never heard of this thing this app yeah. you guys are looking to buy an app like that was fast mm-hmm. yeah I think they just got um, that Skarsgård guy. Like, it feels almost like Skarsgård and Adrian Brody just like texted somebody and they're like, <laughs> I love Succession. Can I do a cameo? And they're like, yeah. oh yeah, let's just make you a really important rich person for one episode. Because Adrian Brody's, that was his character too. <laughs> yeah. He was like, just played an insanely large shareholder that they needed to win over. Yeah. So but then they did. Shot his. Yeah. And then um, Skarsgård, he's, he's very skeptical of the whole situation until... Roman pisses. Let's let's um, Roman lets him piss on his phone. He's like, you know what? You're a good guy. Let's do this meeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just because I got to piss on your app. <laughs> you think Which Roman really, has two phones, or what was the plan there? I truly have no idea. It seemed risky to like leave it in the toilet because like phones <laughs> oh, yeah. are waterproof. Like his phone, someone could just pick that up and kind of use his phone yeah. to blackmail him or something there's lots of important data like you should probably go back for that roman <laughs> but yeah still enjoyable yeah. but i would say the first two seasons have been more compelling uh than the third season so far there's still i think yeah. one or two episodes left right it's yeah it's still great i just think the show definitely like rests on its laurels of like making the, now it's like the fun and games part of a movie where we're just like watching the characters do stuff all right do you like the uh homoeroticism between tom and greg it's very like they're lifting it getting it more and more intense and close I'm like is something are they going to fucking make out or something what's going on <laughs> interesting here? i didn't even notice that really yeah interesting uh yeah watch the last few episodes with that in mind they like get very close at one point like tom actually kisses greg like on the oh, forehead. yeah he kisses on the forehead yeah yeah but like I, he always like goes down to his bunker and he's like i would let you cast i would castrate myself to marry you greg or like Oh, they wow. they want to wrestle and they like yeah. whisper into each other and I don't know it feels very romantic at, at parts. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, Tom, to me, I'd always just felt like Tom is like some kind of like psycho playing mind games with him. Yeah, and maybe that's like maybe the uh, romance aspect of it is like something too. Interesting. All right, has the wheels turn? Uh, all right, let's take another break. Uh, break and answer some more questions after these messages. Oh, there's another succession tonight. Correct. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Saving Most of it yours. Saving the average member 
only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. <sighs> that's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. Uh, it's Mbombre writes mm. uh, on Twitter. Can I be the... Can I be in charge of the HG Chicago office? Also, when will there be an HG Chicago office? That's a great question. Maybe soon. I mean, you right. romanticize new office locations nearly all the time. So if yeah. we have one in LA, one in New York, if HeadGum just becomes wildly internationally successful, we're raking in the dough and they're like, we got to open up a third office. Jake, where should it be? And will you help us move there and open up and set up the office? Oh, I love it. I mean, I would want it to be London. I've talked about this many a time. This yeah, is, this a is British why outpost. Like, yeah, this is why we've been working with um, more British comedians to bring the Brits on the network, like um, Sound Deals, Three Black Halflings, that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would want it to be London. And I would love to set up that office. And I'd actually love to work out of that office from now on. That would really? be my goal. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, so... Chicago might not be the third city, but it's got to be one of the biggest American candidates. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, I, I feel like we're, I mean, we had a Chicago employee until recently. Danny lived in Chicago. He was That's right. Had to come. And the um, Hey Riddle Riddle guys live in Chicago. Yeah. I guess it's just like, it's less and less important to have an office in general. So I feel like we could easily have like a very widely dispersed team and still not have an office. Like, yeah. It's the like office. It's the physical space. That's it's cool to say you have a Chicago office, but then it's like, what are we going to tell people to go into a studio in Chicago? What if yeah. no, what if nobody feels comfortable doing that? Imagine if we had like four employees in Chicago. You know, to me, that's like the size of 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 like a satellite office. Yeah, would they, they even would probably go? just work? From they home. just work from home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it all depends on if this Omicron virus spreads or not. Mm -hmm. we still don't know if uh the vaccines are effective against it we don't know if it's effective we don't know how transmissible it is but the mm -hmm. science behind it is that it's dangerous they basically took a picture of it and they're like oh this one's not good we better hope this one doesn't spread and then so far it's doing that like it's fine two people ha four people eight people have it but it's probably fine 16 at most mm -hmm. and then everyone was like oh i know where this is going i get it um, I'd also do Fitzroy. Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne, I saw, had some insanely draconian COVID measures recently. Like, 
you have to like literally stay in front of your house and you can't even walk around. And when you're outside on your balcony, you have to wear a mask, like some really intense Corona mm. stuff. So maybe we'll do London first. And then if this uh, new variant's not a big deal, we can do Melbourne then, a little bit yeah, post COVID. That's cool. That's, that's probably the move. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Chicago, maybe London, hopefully. And then after that, Australia, you really just want to do global domination. Yeah. And it, yeah, that would be, that'd be ideal. That'd be ideal. So if you're a listener that, uh, works out in London and, and you want to produce podcasts or make podcasts, definitely just let us know. Another Ideally, option, though, you're a salesperson. That's, that's really what we need out there. The yeah. cash flow coming in. That's, we need a person else follows. emailing out of their house, but if we want to go real ham, we can choose a cheaper city and buy a studio. Mm. So it's like, oh, now we're investing in real estate. So like if all goes to the fucking ground, podcast doesn't exist anymore, scorched right. earth. Hey, at least we have this fucking building in Chattanooga, Tennessee or something. Well then, but I mean, I'd still like to be, uh, I'd still like to have that Europe presence. So why yeah. not? We, why don't we just go to Dublin? Oh, okay, Manchester. a little more affordable. So it's a little more affordable than London. But I, I honestly, I don't know how affordable um, <clears throat> commercial real estate is in any of these places. Yeah, I guess we Maybe haven't looked at really... building a, buying a factory in Scotland recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how do I buy a flat in Glasgow? A live work Space. Glasgow flat. Yeah, <laughs> so I can sort of glass come and glass go as I please, as mm -hmm. I see fit. We've never even been to Scotland, right? No, no, we have not. And and we've wanted to for many, many a year now. Here's an interesting question. Yeah. At No Intelligence asks, if you could steal one trait slash skill from each other, what would it be? Ooh. Um, steal a trait. Well, you already sort of cut your hair recently, so it wouldn't be my hair because... You did kind of steal my haircut. You you, yeah. you cut your mane short. We haven't really talked about that on the podcast no. yet. Yeah, that was my Hanukkah present to, Gil, to Jill. I think we talked about that. I was gonna, thinking about giving her that for Hanukkah, right? Yeah, and then what? So what happened? You walked in there and they said, oh, wow. And then you're like, I, cut I it wrapped off. my head up in a scarf and a hat and a hood. You did a reveal. And, yeah, and she unwrapped it. So, wow. Yeah. She and was she it. happy to see it? She was happy to see it. Was the barber happy to cut it? Um, he, he, no, he seemed, he told me that he was doing a lot of those. He was like, I've been doing a lot of these haircuts, like the guys that grew their hair out during COVID coming out. Now in it's now. time to call it, call yeah. it a day. Why did right. you decide now to say enough was enough? Um, I felt like it had grown as long as I wanted it to. Yeah. And it was kind of starting to be a little annoying. There, there was a, there was a time, I think over the summer, where it felt right, but then it grew a little bit longer and it was like, it would get naughty. It was like, I would take a shower and it would take a very long time to dry. Yeah. Um, Which when it's cold out is more annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also like, I think I just like got everything, got everything I needed from it. I didn't want to have like- Got it out of your system. Yeah. Um, but then I will say also, as the guy was cutting my hair, I was just like watching it all fall on the floor. And I was like, I shouldn't have done this. I, sh <laughs> I was, I like, I, it almost feels like, um, just cause I get people like Jeff, my friend, Ben, my brother, like people I've seen since then have like, it feels almost like I abandoned the team. <laughs> Yeah, like Jeff, they're all Jeff, still doing. Yeah, when Jeffrey James saw me, he was like dismayed. He was like, "You cut your hair?" 
it's like we all have this contract that we kind of look bad and have long hair. Yeah. But you I abandoned ship. I abandoned. But I mean, I, they look good with it. So I don't know. It was, it was like clump for me. It was like clumping on the sides and like falling over my shoulders <laughs> in a way that made it look like I had pigtails all the time. <laughs> so it's just like not worth the, uh, the effort anymore. Do you have gray hair? I know it's a little harder to see on blondes, but do you have grays like I do and it's just less noticeable? No, I don't think I have any gray hair on my head. I have gray hair in my beard, but not on my head. Yeah, I don't know what that is about. Huh. I guess when you're blonde, it doesn't really go as gray or it's not as noticeable. Yeah, if I, like I'm more worried about my hair falling out than t- turning color. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what trait would you steal from me if you could? I guess your thick hair. Wow. I, yeah, I mean, it's not a skill. It's just sort of a genetic decision. Oh, your happened. ability to do math really fast. Oh, You're that's good cool. At math. Yeah. Okay. So my hair and my arithmetic skills. Yeah. Your hairline and your arithmetic. What was that fucking... Why did the, you have to specify that? Like, my hair is bad, but my line is good. Your, the the gray-ass Brillo pad? I don't want that. You wanted a, want a that. lower... <laughs> yeah, you want a lower... Yeah. Uh, I want the low hairline. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I have to say that amongst all the weird genetic things that I may have won or lost along the way, the hair one is um, probably puts me in like the top second percentile. Yeah. It's, it's like a rare thing that also like comes into play later in life that you don't really realize. Like when you're, when everyone's in their twenties, everyone's got like, you know, thick, pretty good hair. You're not really thinking about it falling out or thinning. Yeah. And then- when you're in the, in your 30s there there begins to be a separation i would sacrifice some of it for height i would sacrifice some of it for jawline i would sacrifice mm. some of it to look like a better man to have yeah. green eyes what kind of deal would you make like i i think for me it's like the my thing that i have going is the height and it's like so if i'm 6 feet would i give an inch to get the perfect hairline yeah and would i give two inches to get abs oh wow like, a six or a six pack for right. to be 511 or at two inches i'd be 510 so 510 with abs i think i make that deal yeah 510 is fine i think yeah i mean all the heights are fine yeah they're all fine well especially if they're like the difference between 510 and 511 is probably not as noticeable mm-hmm. yeah but to say you're six that that last inch that i just stopped short of um, yeah. I would probably cut my fucking dick off for that. <laughs> Take the inches from my dick to add to, <laughs> to your head, which you can do. You could castrate yourself and just sew on a little penis hat, and then that's you'll good. technically be 6'2". That's really It'll good. It'll just be that you have a horn that's a cock. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would uh, want your... I guess your teeth are pretty straight. <laughs> They're not, though. That's a crazy thing. <laughs> yeah i was thinking recently how uh it would be interesting to feel like the way you feel you're with your tongue the the teeth in your mouth if mm-hmm. you could feel other people's teeth yeah if you'd be shocked at like what's going on there that would be fascinating it would be very you wouldn't you you'll never be able to even if i licked the back of your teeth i wouldn't have that same feeling and you have yeah we should say that i have uh okay i would take your i mean if as long as we're doing like physical traits i would i would be six i would be six at one what how tall are you six one six and a half i think i'm just over six 
It's great. I wouldn't say that's six, solid. No. Sign me up for six. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of um, like my math ability, maybe your um, like, what are you good at intellectually? God, I feel like I, I guess this you, is, you're like setting me up to insult. Maybe me. I was gonna say math too, but that's me still. Obviously, that's what I said for you. That shirt's nice. The what was a, it? That's Brixton. not like a. Yeah, it's a. It's but that's you, that's like a physical. That's just the thing that I bought. We're talking about like traits. It's basically like, do I have something your appreciation about my- slash understanding of poems? Because mm. I, for one, don't care slash get poetry. Poems, yeah, yeah. That's right. And you're sometimes eager to read and understand what these fucking these these word soups like these things that are like being flowery in terms of language on purpose a little cryptic to the point where i can't solve it like an equation Mm. it frustrates and bewilders me so i'll be 6.05 feet tall and i'll fucking read robert frost and enjoy it that basically was a poem what you just said and did holy shit It was beautiful, man. <laughs> you don't think, should I fucking do an anthology or some shit? The Final Front Rear. <laughs> That's the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I sell one copy. What a fucking waste of time that was. I cannot believe I wrote these things for no one. You sell it for a million dollars, though. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Um, all right, that's it. That's our time. Thanks for emailing us slash tweeting at us your questions. Yeah. Um, happy holidays to everybody. The uh, email for address for theme songs and questions is if I read show at gmail.com. Opening theme song was by Leah Banner. And this Ooh, closing yeah. one is by Evan, E-V-Y-N-N-E. How would you spell that? How would you pronounce that? Evan. Evan E-V-Y-N-N-E. Yeah. Evan? Ev- yeah. Evie. Evan, yeah, it's like Evan with a cool uh, spelling of it. I think I would say Evan, yeah. Longtime listener, figured I should write a song. I mean, instruments are pretty gay, so I might as well put my homosexuality to use and give you some content. Any whore, hope you and George and Gorge and eat an orange. Signed okay. with love, your local lesbian Evan. How's that nice. for an intro? It's perfect. Thank you. Uh, and we'll be back, I'm sure, next week, as always. And for more of us, you can watch us on Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be back soon. Peace. Bad joke, no bad. You fucking with you, dude. It's just a good from Spotify and YouTube. We long to learn to share to the
Facebook.com If I were you was a HeadGum original. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. <laughs>